Hey, 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 welcome to a Talking Bollocks special with me, your host, Howard H. Smith. And this is an Acid Rain special. Um, hello, uh, I'm not going to do all the usual intro and all the rest of it. I'm presuming if you're listening to one of these specials, you know the fucking score by now. You know where we are, you know who I am, you know what I've been doing, you know who's going to be on the podcast. And you know all about Talking Bollocks and these bonus bollocasts. So, um, this was myself and uh, Monsieur Marc Jackson, um, who is the otherwise known as Mark Jackson, who is the uh, the Geordie genius behind the drums for Acid Rain. Uh, it's, wow, it's, I'm sounding like a fucking radio DJ. He's the Geordie genius behind the drums for Acid Rain, uh, which is very Acid Rain. Um, so, yeah, this is, um, this is a chat... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fucking making myself laugh. I'm well aware that that's uh, incredibly self-absorbed. I'll try and stop that. Um, so, yeah, this was uh, Mark and I having a chat about the uh, the recent October tour. Um, we were having a chat before rehearsals and before going away to do the Eindhoven Metal Meeting, which we did um, on Friday night, which was fucking brilliant. Went down really well. I'm way, way better than... Um, uh, well, I, I didn't have... It, it's not that I had low expectations. I had no expectations. Didn't know what to expect. And um, and it was a very pleasant surprise. But I will be telling you all about that on December's regular edition. The reason for this podcast is there is going to be a bit of a delay before I get December's out. Because um, just purely this week, this coming week, is absolutely chocker. I've got um, uh, comedy gigs. Um, I've got the Acid Rain and Law Modest show at the end of the month, so it's basically all fucking, all my time is gone, um, not at the end of the month, end of the week, so yeah, um, I've got Christmas dues and gigs all week, i just not got any room to do a proper podcast, so I thought I'd just chug this one out there um, for everybody, so um, this is uh, myself and Mark having a chat about all things um, touring and all the rest of it, um, I hope you enjoy, here we go. So um, you find me once again in my um, in my front room with um, acid rain drummer Mark Jackson. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. <laughs> um, well, we're sat here. Um, we've got rehearsals tomorrow, and then we're off to um, Eindhoven for the Eindhoven Metal Meeting oh. on um, sorry the Metal Meeting yeah. on um, uh, Friday. Mm. Uh, which is kind of weird because then we're travelling back on Saturday. It'll all be over, um, and then we've got the um, the Nottingham Rock City the following weekend. So anyway, we're sat here. Um, uh, Mark's come down by um, uh, mega ship bus yeah. today from uh, from Newcastle. Smells great. <laughs> yeah, and we're we're just hanging, chilling because we've got rehearsals tomorrow. Cookie's going to be joining us later on. Um, but not for a bit. So um, it seemed like an ideal time to have a little bit of a chat and a bit of a catch up because um, last time Mark and I spoke, I think we'd we'd done Plan of the Dam, but we hadn't done any shows. Um, True. And um, so it's been it's been pretty fucking awesome. Hasn't yeah, it? definitely. <laughs> it's just been for those of you who've seen the um, I would I'd hesitate to call it a documentary. The No Sleep Till Nunnington. <laughs> um, uh, do try and check that out, kids. Um, it's on YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, just shows all the kind of stupid shenanigans that we got up to. Um, but it was awesome. Should we? Should we go through the gigs one by one? Go on then. Yeah, why not? So first up, Nunnington. Nunnington. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, 
trip up there, all a bit. Was it, would you think there were a few nerves in the camp before, in, that, in the dressing room? Beforehand? I don't think we knew what to expect at all. I think Not we knew. I think we knew we were gonna. We 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 were gonna be all right, but we yeah. didn't know how people were gonna react to us. Yeah. Well, I for me, I didn't know. You know, I because I mean, I obviously I've kind of done a bit of homework about acid rain, and I seen some of the footage from back in the day, so I kind of had an idea what it would be like, but I didn't think it would be like that because of all the you know the the health and safety nonsense that. Is about these days mm-hmm. uh, with security and all that shite um, but you know it was pretty fucking good it was wasn't it yeah but I don't think anyone really knew what to expect and I think you know it, it was it was pretty mind-blowing to be honest I think it was the volume of the crowd and the whole atmosphere you could really feel you know that they were there to have a really good time and they showed that to the to the band, you know, they went absolutely insane and sang every fucking word. Yeah, yeah. You I know? thought we. I, I. It sounds cheesy, but you know, we felt the love. Yeah, we? and you, know? you could. You could. I mean, from the from the footage, you know, that we that you've seen from the Nonington gig. Um. Well, for what we've seen anyway, from the first song that we play, you know, there's. I think there's one moment where you see me and Paul kind of look at each other smiling because we're just like. Fucking hell! Didn't expect this, you know yeah. this sort of response and uh, turnout from Nunnington. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Because we, it's like it's the middle of nowhere, um, or at least perceived to be. And um, you know, it we kind of rocked up there, not sure of what to do, um, and then you know our merch guy slash driver, like wasn't expecting to be shit himself and yeah. people came yeah. piling at the merch store yeah because he's like he's used to like selling like you know maybe like five or ten t-shirts yeah, a night exactly. and uh, and we were, we're and and, e- and even nunnington we were like we were just selling shirts hand over fist it was fucking insane yeah it was awesome um and that was the first kind of inkling that oh right you know this this could be on yeah exactly like because i was in the dressing room and i came downstairs and uh, when i looked at the crowd you could literally just see all these dots of like black and white t-shirts you know the the i'm not an acid rain t-shirts just dotted about in places and then i would go back to the dressing room and then half an hour later i'd come back down and then there'd be more black and white t-shirts and yeah you know because those t-shirts i think they sold out on the first gig didn't yeah they, they were much. they were just yeah they were insane they were insane <laughs> and they um and and then and we, I mean, we were thinking maybe 150 people. That was yeah. the, that was the number that was being touted, which, which, you know, if it's 150 people, it's 150 people. I'm yeah, absolutely exactly. cool with that. But I mean, yeah. it was probably nearer 300. Yeah. And, and by the time we went on, and just the cheer, as soon as we went out there, you know, the cheer, was like fuck, right, okay, yeah, game on. It was game on, absolutely game on. And then and. And of course, like yeah, it's chaos. Life informs. Wow, that was great. And then humanoia, and that was like proper. Yeah, humanoia was the uh, the crowd pleaser. Wasn't yeah, it really? it was... that's when it started. That's when it started kicking on. Yeah, because it was like also that's when people are um, were really were, well. That's when I kind of noticed that people were singing along, and <laughs> and I don't remember this from from back in the day. I think this is um, I think this is years and years of those songs meaning things to people. 
and they're getting a chance to hear them live again so they want to sing along it's just it's you know yeah. whereas back in the day I'm sure I mean yeah we used to get people to sing along to the chorus of Humanoia but I'm sure we didn't I mean you know there's yeah but you didn't need to this time yeah absolutely <laughs> it was just yeah they were just doing it yeah they were just doing it and then and then of course you know a personal highlight would be um uh, one of the bar babes, barmaids getting bar babes. Bar babes. Well, they were bar babes. Let's be honest. Bar babes with a bap suit. <laughs> yeah, they were. Bar, <laughs> <laughs> bar babes with a bap suit. Yeah, that's the album title sorted. <laughs> I'm good at this, aren't I? <laughs> you are, yeah, fucking hell. Um, so um, yeah, so one of the one of the uh, barmaids got on um, got on a guy's shoulders and showed us her boobs, which was brilliant. And um, and you you really can tell from the band's reaction. By the way, we uh, we do we have a HD copy of that show, um, which will be making its way onto YouTube at some point. Don't worry, guys, that is going to going to appear, but um, it's not for now. For now, it's band consumption only. But. Um, um, yeah, well, it was just awesome. That that really was just fucking stupid. That was like, oh my god, do you know what I mean? This is, <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. And and by the time we finished, just the, yeah, the absolute wave of just joy was just insane. It was it was coming from the it was coming from the audience onto the stage and then back out from the stage back into the audience. Oh, you know, it's just yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I, what was really strange about it was, I mean, I didn't realise on the night that, you know, the lights didn't flash. You know, the, there was no... The there was nobody, work, lights, was nobody it, working yeah, the lights. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it was just one light. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, we performed under a lighting rig, which was white light, and that was about it. <laughs> which you'd think... We'd, we'd, notice. we'd notice but we were all so lost in the moment <laughs> yeah, exactly. somebody actually pointed it out to us later and we're like oh yeah good point yeah so but that was a bit odd but yeah, yeah didn't really make any difference though did it not at all not at all and um and so that was out of the way and that was awesome we we, we celebrated and then um and then it was off to premiere in <laughs> premiere in um and then, and then the following day um off to Manchester, which um, smells like home. Um, what day no, was it? Saturday. Saturday morning. Creep by. And um, <laughs> and um, shittiest weather of the tour, I might add. Um, Manchester, what a surprise! Um, it was grey and rainy, um, <laughs> but um, and we got lost. Mm. And Howard didn't give a fuck. Yeah. That. Uh, who was it who was playing again? Hawkwind. Hawkwind, that was it, yeah. Howard didn't give a fuck that Hawkwind were playing. No, I really didn't. Pete did. <laughs> Pete was... Pete, Pete shat himself when Pete he seen was, one of the members yeah, yeah. in the... Uh, the, the main guy, Mr Hawkwind, yeah. whatever his name is. No one else really gives Chief a shit. Chief Hippie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, I, I felt for Pete, actually, because he was, he was quite clearly, like, he'd met one of his heroes, and yeah, the rest exactly. of us were all like... <laughs> really? <laughs> fucking really not bothered, mate. Um, but we um, so yeah we we found the venue eventually and um, and we we transported it was Academy Three in Manchester and Hawkwind were playing Academy One don't know who was in Academy Two uh, so we it's like a lift loading got all our stuff up there um, and um, I met a few few friends come over which is awesome um, and and then we did um, yeah then we we sound checked all good. 
straight away saw that it was going to be a cool venue because it was fucking really such a low ceiling none of us could use our backdrops um downer big metal barrier um downer 11 o'clock curfew downer that is in a university so it's a right fucking jobs worth yeah. festival basically yeah um but awesome dressing room the dressing room was probably bigger than the non-eaten stage well, it definitely was. Wasn't it? it was. Actually, it was bad. It was bigger than the non the non-eaten and Manchester stage. It was probably together. bigger than any stage we played. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, it was it was a big dressing room. Yeah, so it was a lot of space for because I think all the bands were sharing. But yeah, there were, weren't there? It yeah. was all all of the bands in one dressing room, and it was it was comfortable. It was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Space. So Chris, we could um, do any kind of bitching about anyone else, and no one would know. <laughs> yeah. And Chris from Zentrix and uh, and myself did uh, the hard of hearing feature for Terrorizer, which was quite ironic because the um, the guy Ross, hi Ross, brought um, his laptop and um, it was very difficult to hear because it had a shit speaker on it. <laughs> so the hard of hearing uh, feature was very hard to hear. But anyway, um, you'll see results of that. And then um, and then um, comes the show, and the show was fucking amazing. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I still question, you know, which show was the better one on the tour. And to me, it was either Manchester or Glasgow, but for different reasons. Um, yeah, you see, for me, it's London. For me, it's the Camden Underworld. Well, you see, it's... It, yeah, you know, I know, yeah. But Manchester, that's, that's good, that's it was... The... the moment I fucking loved was motherly love. We, yeah. When you know people were kind of swaying their arms to the uh, the soft melodic part. Yeah. And uh, it was just. And it was the whole. It was everyone. The, yeah. It was the people who worked there. It was the yeah. sound woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, uh, woman yeah. on the sound desk. How are Yeah. Uh, that was very nice of me. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was it was fucking everyone, and it was there was a lot of people there, and. Uh, it was just fucking awesome. It was really, really cool that gig. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, and um, yeah, so many highlights of that. I mean, but, but the, like, it, it's on. It's on video. You know, where I'm saying, like, you know, fuck, you don't need me. Yeah. You know, and, and the the crowd just singing the whole section of mother end section of motherly love. Of you know, I can have some time off. It was just immense. Yeah. Absolutely immense. I think from from the the non- Nunnington, sorry, not Nunnington, that's wrong. Yeah. Um, the Nunnington gig, uh, you know, that was like a warm up for us all, but I think we really did, st- well, probably just came together on the Manchester one where we all knew, Yeah. you know, because. Well, we were going on stage that night knowing A, that we were as tight as we thought we were. Yeah, and, and we did B, a fucking hell of a job in Nuneaton. So yeah, and, like, that, and that B, yeah, people are coming to see us. Yeah, exactly. So, you yeah. know, we, it's our job to kick ass and that's what we did. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not from America. Kick ass. That's the one. Um, on, this po- on this podcast, it's kick ass. Yeah. So, you know, we fucking did a good job once again. And yeah. Uh, it was just well. I mean, great. yeah. I mean, we had and we got. I mean, we got a ludicrous amount of good feedback as well from. But which again is is, you know what what I love about being in this band and you know is is going out and going out and talking to people afterwards and oh, you know, totally it's, it's yeah. not going out there and like I was going to say yeah, signing it's not feeding the ego, no ego, no is it? it's like not at all. I mean, I, somebody said to me, "You must be really um, I, you know." 
I was one of my mates was saying to me, "Oh, you must be really, um, really happy about like how it turned out and all the rest of it." And we were talking about. It and I said, "Yeah, people coming up to me saying, you know, wow, I felt like I was fucking eighteen again, and you know, and wow, thank you, for, thank you for doing this, thank you for, for, for making this happen." And I don't, I don't stand there and think, "Yay, yeah." Yay me! Yeah, <laughs> do you know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. I don't stand there thinking, yeah, yeah aren't I fucking great? I, yeah, I it's think, more like thank you. Yes, I, th- I it's think a respect. Yeah, thing, I isn't think it? You know, awesome. It's a mutual respect. Yeah, I think awesome because you know what? That's that was the idea yeah, exactly. because it's because as it always was back in the day and it still is now. It's a shared thing. It's like, well, you know, dude, thank you because you guys being here made me feel like eighteen again yeah, exactly. you know and all the rest of it it's, exactly. it's it yeah it's... and all bands should appreciate you know the fans and anyone even 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 the people who don't like the band you know uh, the bands should appreciate for the fact that they're at a gig yes absolutely yeah because yeah. there's a lot of people now that don't go to gigs oh it's just getting people out of their houses I mean sitting comedy sitting music yeah. trying to get people out of their exactly. houses to live entertainment is a fucking ball ache exactly exactly it really is um, and yeah, you know, so Manchester was awesome, um, and then it was back to Remurin, <laughs> um, and then um, and then it was the the, the longish drive down to uh, to London to the Camden Underworld, where um, have to admit, I have to put it out there now. Pete worked his magic. Apparently, we 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 saw a picture. Somebody sent us a picture, and it had um, Camden Underworld Zentrix on the on the. Uh, the board outside so Pete uh, put a call in and by the time we got there it was Zentrix acid rain get fucking <laughs> yeah get the fuck in there um, so um, so we arrived and we'd had word um, Cookie was in contact with Kev um, former acid rain guitarist Kev Pepworth um, that he might be in town he might come along and it's like with Kev you never know you know um so we got to we got to the underworld. We all unpacked everything and all, and then. But it was um, me who saw him first. Yeah, and then. Yeah, he was outside, and I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I did didn't, you recognize him? I did. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is really weird because like. Because you're the drummer on the train. I remember his hair, and uh, yeah. you know, he, I was like, well, he hasn't got the hair, but it was the face and the beard. Yeah. It was kind of the same, like yeah. so. I was like, "That's got to be Kev," so I didn't really say anything just in case. Yeah, and I just said, "You all right, mate?" And he was like, "Oh, you all right? Uh, is uh, is Cookie around?" You know, so you know, and then I was like, "All right, I, I yeah, who are you?" And he's like, oh, "I'm Kev." So like, oh fucking hell, you know. So uh, it was uh, so. Was, I'm Mark. Yeah, I play drums <laughs> in acid yeah. rain. I didn't really say that. I didn't really say I was. I just kind of, you know, that was kind of later on. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool that he was there, definitely. Yeah. And it, you know, I, and he was there from fucking sound check to like about halfway through Zentrix. Yeah, and even you know, in the sound the check, day. he actually said to us that you know we, you know, we were never that tight back in the day. Yeah. That was from Soundcheck, and I was like, "Fucking get in!" Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, which probably was good for Paul because Paul was kind of shitting himself because, you know, him being a massive uh, Acid Rain fan uh, was a bit nervous. The fact that Kev was going to be there, so yeah, he knew yeah. that he'd just be watching Paul and going, "Yeah, oh, you've been that fuck up that? now." Yeah, 
Despite the fact that if it was the other way around, Kev would have spent the whole night fucking up. Um, <laughs> but um, it was great. It was great to see him. It was lovely of him to come along. Um, and, um, and of course, played his part in the live gig as well with his little sign saying, um, I'm the real Kev. Because <laughs> Paul was wearing a T-shirt saying, I'm not Kev. Um, uh, which, by the, by the way, was a T-shirt he had made ages ago and inspired the I'm Not In Acid Rain shirt. But, um, yeah, it was cool how trivia he, fans. he wasn't in the crowd. He was just standing like... Was side stage. Side stage, yeah, yeah. But there was like a curtain round... Well, that's where that's barrier, well, that's basically I mean. where people that's where people who are like you know with the band are allowed to oh, watch. Yeah. From. So he was important. Yeah, he, yeah. he had he had his uh, he had his accreditation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the um, and oh, then really yeah, cool. the show came around and um, and and it was just proper fucking old school mayhem, just stage diving like fuck. Um, uh, and sweaty as fuck. Yeah, really awesome. hot. Um, and everybody just going for it. Fucking great pit. Lots of diving. We had a laugh with on stage security who soon just fucking gave up. Yeah. Didn't he? Just yeah. when he's like, Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave. Now everybody gob on him. Um, yeah. In true acid rain fashion. Um, I mean, I, yeah, my favourite gig. Um, and not just because I got to go out in the crowd during Planet of the Damned. Oh, I was and, just about to say that. Oh, right. I'll leave it to you then. I'll leave it to you. Oh man! Well, we're playing Plan of the Damned, and uh, if you go on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. Um, and basically, what happened was um, Howard just like vanished, and I don't think anyone in the band uh, knew where uh, H went. Like he just completely vanished. I'm like, where the fuck has he gone? I can hear him, but I can't see him. So there's like a pillar in the middle of the uh, the Camden Underworld, and you know. So I couldn't really see where he'd gone, and then all of a sudden it's like there's this circle pit going on, and and then it ends up on someone's shoulders, just someone in the crowd, just somehow managed. I don't know how the fuck did that happen. Well, like, I was I was I was walking back towards the stage, and this guy just sort of this guy just sort of bent bent down, making a gesture gesture pointing to his shoulders. Oh right, okay. So I was like, I'll have that. Yeah. Because straight away, straight away, the only thought in my mind was, I can't fucking wait for the guys to see this. <laughs> well, you caught me off guard because I nearly fucked up because I was laughing so much. Because I was like looking for you. <coughs> I could hear you, couldn't see you, and then all of a sudden you just appeared and like you were rocking out like a kid at his first concert, like on his dad's shoulders, you know, just like rocking out. And I could see you trying not to laugh as well, like trying to be dead serious and that, you know. And I nearly fucked up because I was laughing so much and like, I just couldn't believe it. And then you kind of rolled onto the stage, didn't That's you? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah. kind of, it wasn't really like you got hide on, you just kind of like, because a guy bent over to get, so you could get off his shoulders. Yeah. But you kind of rolled over the speaker sort of thing, That's the monitor. It, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then even when you tried to sing then, you just couldn't stop laughing. No, It was really. fucking amazing, that was yeah. class. <laughs> I mean that was yeah. I mean like I said, that was probably the high point of the gig for me. I mean it was um, it was fucking awesome. It was amazing, um, and yeah, um, just just everything about it was brilliant. Um, it was a great show. Yeah, it was a great, um, great show. I get as well by this by this point we're realizing that people are really digging Plan of the Damned as well. Yeah, you know yeah, Manchester. I mean, I was shocked Manchester. Like... This is not a test. Got a really good good. Uh, good go of it and then Plan of the Damned in uh, at London um, was yeah you know everybody was there 
This is not a test, Cockney style, like. This is not a test. Yeah, I was, <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it was fucking awesome. That was a that was a big surprise to me because I didn't know, you know, what every acid run acid run acid rain fan, um, you know, thought of Planet of the Dam. I kind of had an inkling about you know what they thought about because of the positive feedback. But obviously, there there are people out there who, who you know, probably you know don't like it as much as the. The uh, the old acid rain songs. Yeah. So, I didn't expect people to shout that loud. You mm. know, this is not a test. I mean, that was a big shock for me, and I think it was for everybody. To be fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the well, the big one is um, the big one was Glasgow. Yeah. And that's the. Oh, even the chorus. Thing. They were singing the chorus. Oh yeah, yeah. People singing the chorus. You know, and yeah. they were. Like well, it's a catchy even, chorus. Even, God, even if it. even if they were repeating the same words, like negativity. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, every time. a great friend to me. Negativity. negativity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it no, doesn't. I mean, it, it that doesn't fucking matter. I don't give a shit. No, not at all. Say whatever not you want. All. Yeah. Shout. Ages a cunt. <laughs> yeah, do. I mean, the thing is, it, it's it's. One thing, one thing that um, surprised me. So that was the that was the, that was the first three dates, and one thing that surprised me was just the just the the amount that people were singing along. It's like, you know, uh, we're a thrash band. Do you know what I mean? And it's like you you don't get people singing along. You know, it doesn't doesn't really happen. But people just seem to have this fucking un just just the complete lack of I don't know self awareness. <laughs> <laughs> when it when it comes to coming to our gigs, where people just lose their shit, and they want to sing along and go mental, and that's great because that's, you know, that's all I do. So you know, that's that's fucking marvelous. Um, yeah, it must be a real buzz for you though, like hearing people sing your lyrics. Um, yeah, it is. It's kind of like it's kind of weird because the old songs are so old now. It's almost they almost, do you know what I mean? They almost don't feel like mine you know what I mean it's weird um I, I've got to say I I don't know I, I I never I never actually like take a moment to go oh wow they're singing my lyric do you know what I mean yeah it's a moment it's, thing so yeah. it's just there it's, it's just, part yeah. of the show absolutely yeah. occasionally you know I'd nudge Paul when we were on the road and I'd go like you know fucking hell people singing along the the dam last night you go yeah I know you know it's like we knocked that out in your front room an hour and a half He's like, no, it's mental, isn't it? You know, it was just, you know, <laughs> that's and that's so the cool. part where you kind of you have a little chuckle about it. You know what I mean? And um, so then there was, um, then there was a, a, a two week gap, um, and um, uh, I went to Berlin in that time, and um, on a, went on a bit of a heroic bender for a couple of days. Yeah, let's um, not talk about that. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Uh, <laughs> and then. Um, and then it we we met up um, and it was off to um, well we met up for rehearsals and then off to Ireland so we did a big we did a trip down Carnarvon I think we went and stayed in Carnarvon or somewhere like that I think that was a premier in um, and then we got up and then we headed to the ferry and we had a fairly uneventful ferry ride over there because we were think. fucking knackered yeah yeah well basically yeah. And then we got to Dublin, which was awesome. We got stuck in traffic about a hundred feet from the venue. Was that the bus that got stuck? Yeah, there was a bus stuck because some dickhead had parked on a corner they shouldn't have done. But um, 
So eventually we, we, we got decanted into the building, unloaded and all the rest of it. And, um, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, look, um, I've spoken about this on the, on the last few podcasts. Um, and, um, I, I know some people in Dublin got, got, got a little bit of a bit humpy about things, but, um, you know, sorry, honesty does that. Can't make an honesty omelette without breaking a few eggs. Um, and, um, you know, we can't lie. It was disappointing. Well, you know, I, no, no, but I'm not, I'm not saying the gig in general here. I'm, you know, chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just. Because all we'd heard from everybody. Everybody was that it was going to be absolute chaos. I mean, it was going to be, ca- it was going to be rammed yeah. and it was going to be fucking chaos. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of hard to avoid saying that it was disappointing, but like in a way it was. But you know you got to expect this kind of thing and like, but know, also it's like, it's it, it it doesn't matter. There was a good crowd there; they enjoyed themselves. They were up for us. So I got to kick a girl's a face in. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's every man's dream. <laughs> Career highlights. You know. So <laughs> right there. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, next <laughs> um, I will explain that in a little bit more. Um, yeah, that sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was wondering when you were jumping in on the whole fucking domestic violence vibe. That's every man's dream. I think you meant every Geordie's dream. Um, <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, um, yeah, let's explain. Okay, we were playing to a minimum three to four hundred people a night on those first show, those first three shows. And then when we played in uh, Dublin, I think we had about 150, 170 in. So as you can appreciate, half the numbers that we were getting in the UK and we were expecting it to be bigger, or rather not expecting it, we were told it was going to be bigger than the UK. So to then arrive and it be like that, it was like, wow, okay, right. So obviously all day you know we'd all been building up to it and you know my mindset right from the dates being announced was Dublin's going to be insane and um and so yeah we had to severely readjust um and we did and we came out and we gave it absolutely everything I don't think there's anybody who went to that show that didn't that wouldn't have thought yeah I think think there was a lot of people that were uh, well not a lot of people there was there was some people in the crowd that I think you know were unsure about the you know, I think the thing with acid rain is you either get it or you don't. You know, and I think what people need to understand is, you know, we're not one of these, like, you know, we're geek fucking metal and fuck you and all that. It's about <laughs> having a good time and it's a togetherness thing, isn't it? It's, Absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, band where they're, band where they're and the crowd play. in unison. Yeah. We're there to play the music and have a good time. And we're all having a good time together at the end of the day, you know? And yeah. we're feeding off each other. That is, that's how it works. And, uh, you know, it's just a massive party, basically, you know? Um, but people kind of, I think a lot of people are so used to the whole serious side of the metal thing. And, you know, it, it just takes a couple of songs for them to kind of get the vibe and understand it. And then yeah. that's when they start to let loose. And that's exactly yeah. what was... Yeah, and I think um, it was a great it was a great exercise in um, managing expectations and going out and we absolutely gave it our all. Yeah, we um, needed a gig like that. Yeah, absolutely. Instead it of was, just having people going, "Fuck yeah, acid rain," you know, it was yeah, more like, it was "Right, like, so 
okay, this is different. Got, yeah, <laughs> we've got to work this. Yeah, we've had got shows. Work. And, we've just had shows there that we, we've had an amazing response. And now it's like, right, you, you know, not saying we didn't work ourselves playing the shows like the previous shows, but this one it was like, right, we have to fucking step up our game and somehow, you know, get these people to understand what the fuck we're about. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what we did. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it went... Uh, it, it yeah it was it was rocking um it was a great show um the um i kicked a female photographer in the face as i jumped off stage just leave it at that and, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i also i also knocked her camera out of her hand um which i found on the on the floor and gave it back to her and then later on when i um, i went back up on stage in that song she carried on taking pictures but i could see that she was she'd been crying and the like mascara was running and all this and it was absolutely heartbroken for her so gave her a little bit of a shout out and um and and told her that i'd let her give me a blowjob afterwards see the, the um, thing that h isn't you know uh, admitting here is that he did it on purpose he yeah absolutely absolutely planned it all yeah, yeah. that face was just itching for a kick in yeah. um, but no so I did I did bump into her afterwards as some of you may know this story was um, uh, has done the rounds um, I did see her afterwards I said get in touch because to her her wide screen wide screen uh, wide, <laughs> wide, wide angle wide screen yeah, camera a, a wide angle lens was broken fucking hell that would be pain in the arse to carry about for would, wouldn't it but uh, yeah, so she said her wide angle lens was damaged. So I said, well, look, stay in touch and uh, message me through the website and, um, and I'll contribute to the uh, to the repair. So, um, so yeah, um, I, I sent her 150 euros to, to help with the repair, which I think was about 270. So it was kind of just a yeah, half, whatever it's like, you know. So anyway, um, she was cool with that. Um, it was um, uh, I Godless from the uh, the Metal Sucks podcast um, rocked up as well. So um, I got to meet. Um, so for all of you out there who didn't already know that, yeah, a bit of cross cross podcast love. He took me out for dinner, like the legend he is. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, nice really nice guy, and um, it was awesome to meet him. We 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 just talked to each other's ears off all night. It was fucking great. Um, I got a text from Mac that night as well before the gig to say good luck. Um, which is great. So you know, Kev came to Camden. Mac texted before the Dublin show and was saying like, "Good luck." I remember throwing up black puke because I've been drinking Guinness all day, um, and uh, and so that was nice having ex members chiming in. And you know, that was really cool. Did the show it was great. Um, the after show was supposed to be great, but wasn't great. Um, so we left that. And we all ended up again, as you'll see, and if you'll sleep, see on no sleep till Nunnington, um, you will see the fact that we ended up in a gay bar. I think probably the only one in Dublin. Um, but yeah, we all ended, which is just classic acid rain, really. It's yeah. like even we we, we we thought right, fuck this, yeah. let's we'll Hold leave on. the after party, let's go out and fucking party in Dublin. Yeah. And we end up in Let, a gay let's bar. Let's spend like fucking two hours trying to find a bar that you know suits us, and <laughs> we think we're from the place. And then it turns out to be a gay bar. Yeah. Whoops. Um, so, um, so yeah, that was cool. Um, stayed in a hostel. Um, got clamped because our professional driver... Um, Missed the sign was, that miss, was just right out front. Two foot. Two yeah. foot from the uh, from the truck where yeah. he parked. Yeah, outside his front didn't, window. Didn't bother reading the, um, didn't bother reading the instructions. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we got clamped. Um, that was great. Yeah. Um, 
And then we headed off to Belfast, um, having a um, uh, uh, picking up Chinese and noodles from oh, yeah. um, from a service station, which was awesome. It was awesome, wasn't it? It was just yeah, it was what a, we all it needed. A, it was a lovely little change. It was literally, wasn't it? It was a lovely change. Um, and then um, and then we all got to the venue and shat out our Chinese. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we got to the venue. Um, Street shit. Really, really cool. Um, all day, all day are going on. Um, some really cool bands. Um, Sinnocence, got a um, uh, shout out to them because um, uh, I was chatting with their guitarist who was fucking really, really cool and really excited about seeing us. And, and his band fucking rocks. Sinnocence, check them out. Um, you've probably already heard them by now because I'll have played a song, but I might play another one at the end of this. Um, and um, so, yeah, it was a bit of kind of hanging around all day. We had some amazing fucking. Oh, um, Zach Wilde was there. What? Zach Wilde was there, wasn't he? Was he? Um, you've lost me. Did you not see the guy who looked exactly oh, like Zach Oh, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, I was yes. shouting at him, Zach! <laughs> Zach! And he's like looking back on, is he shouting at me? I yeah, because funnily enough, it wasn't Zach Wilde, so the yeah. guy didn't respond to you shouting. Zach, yeah. I don't know, that's weird. <laughs> Funnier. Um... But um, so yeah, so it was kind of like we were working up. We were kind of coming in on the back of the hard work done by all the local bands, and um, um, so then we yeah we had the show, and um, it was a really weird beginning because my my wireless mic had been work was working fine, but um, the minute I got more than about ten feet from the sound desk, it just went off. Um, so I was all over the place for about the first half of the song, so it was obvious I was just going to have to use a, a corded mic. Um, so I did, and that was a bit, yeah, so it was a kind of slowish start, but um, yeah, it soon got going, and we um, we we got everybody uh, we got everybody down the front having um having a rocking old time. I remember the sound being really good there. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? It yeah. was fucking bitching. Um, again, you can find. Um, stuff on YouTube of that gig if you want um, but yeah it was really cool it was at, but the one thing I remember about Belfast was after the show it was just like people were just so fucking pleased to see us yeah yeah that's I mean again I mean don't get me wrong that would that you know that it was the same everywhere it was really nice but for some reason it really st- Belfast was just it was like everybody wanted a selfie Every, you know, everybody wanted to shake your hand. Everybody wanted oh, to yeah, say yeah. thank you. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Lovely vibe. Two two young ladies really wanted to, um, really wanted to uh, get a selfie with you as well, didn't they, at the end of the night? We had to drag you off to the curry. Ah! <laughs> you yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, but um, but it, yeah, it was awesome, and that, and as as I've given uh, uh, alluded to there, we went on a we went on a whole. We got everybody. We got Shrapnel, Zentrix, us, all of our crews, and we all went for a curry, and it was fucking awesome. It was one of the highlights, definitely. Just what did I call that? Papa Dom. Papa Dita. That was a Papa Dita. Yeah, which is a Papa Dom pizza. Do you remember that text I sent you? <laughs> yeah, let's not speak about that. Uh, and, and as I always say, um, if you want to know what Mark texted me halfway through the curry, then uh, feel free to ask whatever you mean, <laughs> and I'll tell you the story. But it's not going on here. But um, yeah, we had it was it was brilliant, and it was lovely curry house owner as well, wasn't he? When he came over, and he was oh, like, oh, it's, great, "It's great." I'm not going to do the voice because that just sounds racist. 
Um, but um, he just came over to say, like, oh, you know, I used to play, I used to play the instruments. But he played some sort of drums, some Indian drums or something of some kind. Oh, I didn't know. You, you made out like you knew what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just really cool. Um, fucking brilliant. Just. Just, a, just all lads together as it yeah, were yeah exactly and then off we went to some of the shittiest accommodation um, you're ever likely to kind of experience really yeah um, it was ba- basically it was like being put up in a serial killer's house <laughs> yeah. it really was it was fucking terrifying with uh, J- Jimmy Savage on the uh, in, in his sitting room yeah, it was just fucking Jimmy Savage Jimmy Savile wasn't it Jimmy, Sa- Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Savage Savage. <laughs> Jimmy Savage Jimmy Savage uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there was like a massive picture though, and I was just like, "Right, yeah. I need to get out of here." Yeah, I uh, and uh, so that was the the um, then we did the ferry drive. Uh, the ferry drive. Run, run, run! We're on fire here. Yeah, where do we get this? Jimmy Savage in the ferry drive. Yeah, where do we get this ferry into fifth gear? So has it got a sunroof? So. Um, I, and if any of you have listened to the um, the shrapnel podcast, that was on the uh, that was on the ferry journey, and then um, and then we arrived in Scotland, and I'm sure a lot of you might have seen some of the pictures that we took, because basically we got to um, uh, we got in very early um, west coast of Scotland, and um, and we didn't have to be at the venue till about like three, so we had hours to spare. So it's like, well, what the fuck? But, you know, on bands can forget to enjoy themselves on the road, and you can get in a tunnel vision of like you know. Get in the venue. Got to get in the venue. Got to get in the venue. Right next venue. Right hotel. Hotel venue. Hotel venue. Hotel venue. And you just get into that fucking mindset. Um, but we were kind of driving along the east coast of Scotland and all just constantly with our fucking jaws on the floor because it was just amazing scenery. And then we were driving along the coast and it was just like and the driver just said, "Do you want to stop for a bit?" And we were all just like, "Yes, yeah, definitely." Um, and again, if you've seen No Sleep Till Nunnington and if you've seen the pictures on Facebook and all the rest of it, you'll have seen that we um, behaved like children <laughs> on the uh, on the on the We behaved uh, on like the children beach. in front of children. children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a great messing about on the beach. Um, and it was really cool. We then found this little, we found this little place to eat, um, which did like square sausage, which you can only get in Scotland and black pudding and stuff like that. So we were having the most insane fucking, yeah, fucking awesome. baps and it was gorgeous weather and it was just, the oh, coast was just, wasn't it? yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, very well put. It was perfection. It really was. And it was great. So we just, you know, we, we fucked about and then we got back in the truck and we drove, take, took it very easy and got into Glasgow and then uh, I bumped into Chris from Centrix and he was sat there and he was going, where have you lot been? I said, oh, you've not been on Facebook then? And he was like, no. I said, uh, we uh, we stopped for a couple of hours and played by the sea. <laughs> and, uh, and he just looked at me and went, that's what we should have done. I was like, well, seriously, did you just leg it here? And he was like, yeah. It's like, we've been sat parked in a side street in Glasgow for three hours. I was like, yeah, you definitely should have gone playing on the beach. Winning. Yeah, winning. So then as soon as we got there, we decamped from the bus, left the driver on there, and we went straight to the the Weatherspoons pub on the corner of the street where the venue is. And we we, we had a roast and a pint. Um, And uh, Paul even had a pint, actually. Yeah, which is quite rare. Yeah. Um, And and we had a... um, yeah, and we just all sat, had a roast, had a beer, and then went into the venue, and, oh, it's time to load in. Great. 
So that day flew by. Um, sound check, yeah, all the rest of it. We did a big, um, yeah, we we did a we did a abs- a full five member band interview as well, which was really weird the way that happened. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, because I went out in the I went out to the I went out to the uh, van stroke bus to do the, the to do the interview. Yeah, that was our dressing room. Yeah, yeah, because there's no dressing rooms at the venue. So I went to the I went to the van to do the to do the interview, and Paul was already in there. So the interviewer was like, oh, are you, are you going to be involved in this? He goes, well, I'll just say something in case he's... He said, I'll, the only time you'll hear from me is if he says something really fucking stupid. So I was like, right, you'll be hearing from him then. So it was just me and Paul. Um, we were answering a few questions. And then Mark came out of the venue and came into the van. So we added Mark to the interview. And then a little bit later, Cookie came in. Um, Cookie came out of it. So, so then Cookie joined it. And then, and then Pete came into the van and we were... And basically, yeah, we ended up it ended up being a whole band interview bit by bit. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool because everybody was able to sort of say their piece, and it was it was really uh, it was really nice. And then, um, and then the gig, um, what some people are calling the best gig of the tour. Um, I think heard that from quite a few people. Uh, well, quite a few people in the band, and also quite a few people on the tour. You know, other bands crew and, you know, members in other bands and our driver and all the rest of it, who described it as flawless, which I thought was amazing. Um, and yeah, fuck me. It's like, it was one of those nights we just went on stage and just from the minute we went on stage, it was just like, yeah, this is on. This is... Yeah, I mean, it. I think it's, you know, the the venue as well. It was very cramped. It was literally... You know, it was like playing a garage, really, wasn't it? There was no yeah. windows or anything. It was just, yeah. you know, you had the door for the exit, so it was really hot and sweaty. It was just, yeah. it was just. Well, people, chaos, people, people was... were actually having to go out and get and take a break between bands. Yeah, because it was get fresh so air. hot. It was yeah. fucking freezing, by the way. But everybody was fine, happy to be out there because it was so fucking terrifyingly yeah, exactly. hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it totally added to the atmosphere and. Uh, it was a, an amazing gig from the get go. You know, it was fucking unbelievable. It was, it, it just felt like everything that happened was spot on. It was perfect. Yeah. It was unchangeable. Yeah. If there was anything changed from it, you know, it would, it just wouldn't be as good. Well, also the fact that um, it was it was the second um, well. Uh, something I've remembered about the Camden gig was when they were all chanting, "Ah, said right." That's it, right? It's like because that took me back to way back in the day because that's that's how it used to be chanted back in the day. Um, but anyway, leaving that aside, back to Glasgow. Um, it was it was it was just like the minute the intro tape went on, they were into it, and they were just fucking laughing at the jokes in the intro tape, and and it was like straight away, it was they were just fucking up for it. They were up for it straight away, and it was just like right fucking hell. We're up for it. Last gig of the tour. They're up for it. This is just meant to happen. To put it into um, to put it into um, a different context, and for people listening as well. And uh, have you have you ever met? Have you ever been introduced, or have you ever met a girl? I know this is going to sound sexist. It's not fucking sexist. It's just the way it is. If I was a woman, I'd be saying it the other way around, right? But have you ever met a girl, and kind of shaken hands or whatever, and so and straight away you know something's going to happen here 
like straight away. There's just that that magic. There's a spark. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? One or two words are exchanged, but straight away you feel comfortable in this person's um, company. You feel relaxed, and you think, "Yeah, we're going to get along really well, like really fucking well." That's that's how it was for me. Do you know what I mean? It was like that's the audience, the band. It was just like they were eyeing us up, and we yeah. were eyeing them up. Yeah, and they were like, "Fuck it all, are you up for this?" And we were like, "Yeah, we fucking are." And it just, boof, yeah. from minute one. Totally. Uh, and some great stories afterwards from people's. I remember a, a guy took me aside to tell me how depressed he'd been that Scotland had been knocked out of the Rugby World Cup incorrectly just minutes beforehand. And he said he was in tears and he was thoroughly depressed and he came to the gig and he, and he was like, never seen your band, heard of you, but not really bothered at all. And he said, he said I just stood there with my arms folded as you lot came on saying, right, impress me. And he said, within 20 seconds, my hands were down by my sides. <laughs> and he goes, about halfway through the first song, I was thinking, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and, and it was like, he had this huge smile on his face and he was just like, thank you, thank you for turning my night around and all this. It was like, well, dude. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was an awesome show. It was an awesome show. Um, with all sorts of highlights in it. I can't really sort of speak about them. in high, Well, sort of single any out um, oh apart from you diving off the bar oh well I did dive off the bar that was fun yeah um, that was great fun because we, we, we were told that we weren't allowed to stage dive but um, so I got on the bar and did a dive off that hey what a hero um, someone chucking water and, oh yeah someone chucked yeah, no, yeah, someone chucked you asked for water. that or you chucked absolutely. it in there. oh absolutely 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 <laughs> um, uh, yeah and as I said at the time typical but the um, the whole show was fucking great. We slipped hanging on the telephone into our set because we weren't going to play it that night because we were doing shorter set. But we had good time because we got crew were on the ball. Anthony was like, "You you can make it really good time." You can. so we just chucked it in, um, which was fucking awesome. People loved it. Um, but that was that was that was plan of the damned night. Glasgow. Oh yeah, totally. Because I, I mean. Not only did they do this is not a test, and in this te- in, instead of it being Cockney, this was the Scottish version. This is not a test. It was the cheer before you know when it was introduced. Yeah, that we were going to play it. I was like, this is Plan of the Dam. Big cheer. We played it. Everybody did. This is not a test. And then the pit went mental. It was the most violent pit of the night, and it was for the new song. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that is fucking special. And I mean, as those as listeners who know the song know like the fast part starts with a very long guitar solo and Paul it does all that soloing and uh, and I was and I was punching him it starts him. with a snare drum and, actually oh yeah oh, fuck <laughs> like, alright it starts with me shouting this is not a test actually <laughs> um, but um but uh, Paul was soloing and I was fucking punching him on the arm going look look to make him look out at the pit and he was he was trying to solo, and he was laughing, and it was just fucking just one of those moments where, yeah, it was like wow, look at that. But again, the and audiences feed off that because they see how fucking chuffed you are about what they're doing, so, so they crank it up again. More, yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's 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 awesome, and it and it was a, it was a brilliant night, and um and then when we fin we finished playing, 
and um, and it was the old acid rain, acid rain, acid rain. I mean, it was, it was. Uh, um, I w- I'll use the word. It was magical. Yes, it was. It was, a, it was a magical night. It was magical. It was um, good. And then, uh, and then later on, four of us all took our most of our kit off and um, went on stage while Zentrix were on to make them feel really awkward. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I that, think we did make. Them uh, yeah, I, I think that worked a treat. Yeah, I think that works a fucking treat. I don't think they were expecting that. The weird thing is, the weird thing is that not only did Cookie not take part in this, and normally he'd have been the first to do this. Yeah, um, he was completely unaware it happened <laughs> at all, and he was in the crowd. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say what he was doing, but let's just say he was in the crowd. <laughs> he was in the crowd. He was in the crowd, right? Zentrix were on, we all came out, we fucked about for a good two or three minutes, and then we went off again, and he didn't know until we told him afterwards. So, there's a bit of a mystery. Answers on a postcard, what could Cookie have been doing? He was in the crowd, I'm putting it, I'm just putting it out there, he was out there. Um, And and yeah, and that was it, and then then the fucking... Bastard journey down to Newcastle to drop Mark off at home, and then we we went and crashed out in the Premier Inn in Newcastle, um, and brought the curtain down yes. on Acid Rain's first live dates for twenty five years, um, and it was fucking awesome. It was absolutely... yeah, it was fucking awesome. It really was. It was. Uh, um, it was better than. Well, you can't. I can't really say you know better than I thought it would be or anything because I didn't know what it was going to be. Like, yeah, same here. I didn't know what to expect, and it was just really, really good. It was a hell of a tour. It was like it was like a it was like a, a homecoming. Yeah, totally. It's like being welcomed back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everywhere we went. That's it. Yeah, and uh, and it was so fucking cool. Um, and if you're listening to this and you came along, thank you because you know. It, it it was just fucking awesome. Everybody played their part. Um, it really was very cool. Very, very cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and Eindhoven, we're going out there. That'd be interesting. Yeah. About 10 people going to welcome us back. Well, don't say that. <laughs> you don't know what I expect. No, no, no. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking yeah, forward I like, to it. I like that part of, like, touring, like, because, you know, it's... The like, unknown. Yeah, exactly. It's not known... Whether it's going to be like, I don't even want to say good or a bad crowd, but I think like, you know, I'd, you don't know if there's going to be a lot of people there or not. And well, you know it what? It doesn't really matter. Well, do you know what? My theory is always. But that's not an excuse for you not to turn up, so yeah. fucking be there. <laughs> or I'll kill you. Yeah. But I think, the way I think is, well, we're going to have a blast. Yeah. We'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to rock. So, you know. All good, no worries. You know, it's it. We go out there, we do what we do, and it's an adventure as well. You exactly. know, we, 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 the hotel is directly opposite the venue. Um, you know, no, no, fucking about. There's a there's drink. An, there's an after party afterwards. Oh come on, bring yeah. it till about four in the morning. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be epic. Um, and then Rock City a week after that. Um. And um, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Should be marvelous. But um, speaking of which, I mean, I didn't want to just do this as a whole kind of like acid rain retrospective. In fact, I didn't sort of expect to do that at all. But we did, and it was fun. Um, 
But um, one, I mean, uh, I wanted to talk to Mark specifically um, because Mark is um, making his way in the world as a musician, um, as a full-time musician, and uh, and it's fucking really hard. Um, you know, it's not like it used to be. You know, get signed to record deal, everything will be t- all right. Uh, it's, I mean, you're constantly put, putting yourself in the shop window, aren't you? I mean, yeah. I mean, since playing those dates with us, you've played, you've played um, how many shows? What was the band? What with Controller Storm? Yeah, Controller yeah. Storm. How many dates did you do with them? I did one gig with them, and then I did a, a few more gigs um, a couple of weeks after. All oh, right. Or a week after or something. Um, I can't actually remember. <laughs> All right. But but you've but you've also got your own band. Yes. Called Synthetic. There you go. Um, and you're constantly. I mean, and you're teaching as well. Yes. For Yamaha. Um, and it's and it's weird. It's weird for me because it's like. And for myself. Um, I teach for myself as well, but it's 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 weird when I see you, like seeing pictures of you with like control the storm mm. and stuff like that, and it's like, I and it's totally my issue because like you know you know I, where this is I, going, I, go on and you know I, those, I do, yeah, go yeah, on. yeah, and it, but no, it's like because of where I you know I'm old school, all the rest of it, it's like it's it's seeing you out there putting yourself in the shop window and, and, and playing with other bands I, I can't help but feel like you know oh my god you know he's cheating on me <laughs> <laughs> it's it, seriously it is it is almost that it's like yeah. it's, it's uh, and I know it's my issue and I know it's you know absolutely not the case and you know you, you go for your life and I, I'm you know really you know I, I want you to be successful um, uh, and play an acid rain um, <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, it it just feels weird, and then and you you know you're always trying to put yourself out there in the shop window and all the rest of it, and 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 every time I I read one of those like Facebook posts of like you know, you know play with playing your album or whatever like it, it it's like it it still feels uncomfortable for me. There's that's but you know that and you know you know it's that's my thing and that's why I do it yeah yeah <laughs> that's the only reason you do yeah. it you can no not um, really but but the point I'm making is that that's what you've got to fucking do isn't it I mean you yeah. are absolutely on it 24-7 I am um, yeah I mean ever, ever since I started drums it was the thing is is that I don't just like saying ever since I started drums it was ever since I really really deeply got into music I wanted to be a part of it um, and I wanted it to be a big part of my life and it's a huge part of my life and it's you know one of the things in life that really that I really get a buzz um, from um, and it helps me in a lot of ways um, in life and it's just it's more than just a passion you know it's I'm constantly thinking of other things I can do and you know anything musical like music musical I could I could come up with whether it's songwriting or drumming or or what you know it's or even like you know experiment with it like different styles of music and stuff or, or this kind of music I've never heard of and just everything music it just it's always there you know and it it's it's so clear to me that like music is a big part of who i am mm. 
so you know I've, I've just I want to continue doing it so why the fuck not yeah no absolutely but it is it's fucking it's, it is really really hard yeah you know it is really really hard um and um, I mean, uh, you know, I've had this, this discussion with various people on the on the podcast. I mean, it's, you know, uh, effectively now, if you're, you know, certainly as as a band, as a business, if you're not on the road, you're burning money. You know, yeah. If you're a, if you're a if you're a touring band, if that is your job, you know, your band members, you are you you have to be on the road. Yeah, I mean, um, there's there's bands that are coming out these days, and they're actually quitting because they're not making enough money from it. And there's yeah. quite a few bands, you know, that are just going out and, you know, quitting and then just they're saying exactly that. The reason why we're quitting is because the music industry, you know, uh, with the music industry going downhill, um, you know, we aren't making enough money to be able to live. So we're yeah. going to have to stop, which is really sad. It's really sad. It is, but I think it's changing times. As in, as in, exactly. You, know, you've, you know, I think there's there's a there's a way to work with the times that. Yeah, yeah. That I think uh, as a parallel, that's gone the other way. Um, people say how much football has changed. Um, now that money has come into it to such an extent where you used to be able to hang out with the players. Do you know what I mean? Now they're multi-millionaire stars. You know, and and it's kind of the reverse as as to what's happened with music. Yeah, as the music as the money's gone out of music, and but what you're left with is a lot of people in both those camps. The fans going, you know, it, the the fans in football going fucking hell, you know, this is shit. I wish it was like the old days. Well, for that, see the musicians going, fucking hell, this is shit. I wish it was like the old days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it is kind of weird mm. that the, 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 they've, you know, they've sort of moved full circle. Um, but the, you know, it, it, it's, it's not what it used to be. You know, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, uh, exactly. Basically, basically the top, it, it, back in the day, if you were in the top 20% of bands, then you you would be earning a good living and you'd be you, you and that would be your job no worries and you'd be earning a very very good living now it's the top 2% as opposed to the top 20% you know yeah. um and most people's deal is minimum wage you know if you can go out keep putting albums out and be on a label and tour and maybe do a bit of teaching while you're at home or some bits and pieces while you're home, and then back out on the road. But you're, but you, you've got to be faced with the fact that you're basically going to be making fairly much minimum wage, and you're doing it for the privilege of this being a paid job, as opposed to, hey, I'm going to become financially secure for life doing this, which is, you know, which was a a viable goal, fifteen twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I mean it's it's obvious that you know it depends what kind of level you get at in the music industry you know like what actually happens to you when you do what you do um, I guess it just depends who you play for and and what uh, you know what you actually bring out as a drummer as a 
or any sort of musician I guess you know like well obviously every any sort of musician you know just depends what what happens in your life when you're doing music yeah depends on how much money you make from it oh, well, I'm fucking sick to death of that fucking Adele story that fastest selling album in UK history it's like oh yeah so the music business is fine isn't it that's that do you know what I mean that's like that's like Rolls Royce coming out and saying that they've had their best year ever and every other car company is about to shut down <laughs> and saying well the uh, the automotive industry is at an all time high it's like no you know for Adele do not seek to draw comparison to anybody else the exception proveth the rule and she is the exception maybe that's what I said we should start doing like singing about splitting up with uh well, boyfriends, if you want to, because that's what it is with Adele. But boyfriends or girlfriends, yeah. you know. I I I don't want to be genderist about it. Um, you know. Uh, I'm I'm out there. Let's just appeal to everyone. Let's be nice about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Tyson Fury. Cunt. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. It, it, but it, it all but like just the the amount of struggle that's involved. Um, you know, for you in your position, trying to be a full time, you know, drummer. Yeah, um, I think it it comes down to a lot of sacrifice, and and but it also comes down to doing a lot of different stuff, doesn't it? Like you know, a lot of different music. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's kind. It's of... like you're you're like you're like you basically you're sort of like the Geordie version of Mike Portnoy, but not a cunt. <laughs> but not a cunt. Well. Um... Well, I mean, I don't know my port now, uh, so I can't really say. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. I, 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 I don't, but it trust me, he's a cunt. Um. <laughs> but, uh, Sorry, Mike, I know you listen. Cunt. With, with music, you know, that's what I, I, I love about music. I don't just want to stick to one particular style. I want to experiment with different styles of music because I love music overall, not yeah. just metal. Metal is the 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 main sort of music, music, <laughs> music that really makes us kind of get a buzz from it, you know. But, uh, you know, as you get older, you want to, you know, be more open minded, and as a musician, you should be. Well, the thing and is, as well, is that different uh, different kinds of music, different kinds of music, different kinds of playing will all ultimately come back and benefit you as a drummer. Exactly, because you, you, because you pick things up from other. Yeah, other walks of music that you will bring into metal. Exactly. You're playing when you're playing metal. Even if you don't kind of you know try and play <coughs> along to whatever you're listening to, uh, what you don't know is you know that there's there's stuff that will be played from music that you've put on that you'll put in whatever you play to whatever song you're playing to uh, with whatever band you're playing for whatever. Um, you won't even know that you know it's actually in there, uh, part of you. It's influenced you in some way. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. There's there's a few times when I've done when I've done that where I've played a fill, and I go, "That's a really fucking cool fill. Where the hell have I got that from?" Yeah. And I, you know, I, I won't even try and look for it, and I'll just like, I'll hear it, and I'll go, "Ah, that's where it's from." Yeah. Yeah. It's not on purpose. You know, it's not like, "Oh, I really want to be like this guy." Yeah, I really want to do that fill because it sounded cool. It's just there, without you even knowing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I I felt exactly the same when I wrote a song called "Message in a Bottle," and um, it, yeah, I must have heard it somewhere before. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Apparently, there is a band called the Police. Um, but um, no, I mean, it, it, but it's called being eclectic, isn't it? You exactly. know, I mean, and I'm, I'm I'm exactly the same in my in my in in, in my my lyric writing or whatever. Or, you know, I, there's you know, I love Suzanne Vega's lyrics. I love Hetfield's lyrics. I love Fish's lyrics. I love Jada Biafra's lyrics. I mean, they're all wildly different. Um, and um, and uh, you know, again, I'm I kind of working. I've got I think about three or four sets of lyrics for for what will be our new album, and um, and I'm really kind of sort of taking my time and a, a lot a more um, a lot more about in the past and and Plan of the Dam to a certain extent is is it's kind of like my my kind of point of view or sort of commentary on an issue or something whereas the lyrics that I that I have the other sets of lyrics I have are more about um, about things that have happened to me and about how I feel about them so I think the older I get the more I'm writing about how I feel as opposed to what I think yeah and that's but that comes with time do you know what I mean? That's and having I, I think you know the the life experience as well, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's going to be really interesting to kind of stir all this together in a big pot. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely, man. Should be awesome. I mean, I again, it's one of those don't know what to expect kind of thing, and I think. I don't know how long it's going to take because obviously, you know, when you write a new album, you want to think. I guess you don't want to think. I guess that's kind of the thing, the trap you don't want to fall into. But it's got to sound acid rain, like acid rain. Like whatever that even means. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, acid rain definitely do have a particular sound. And I think, uh, I think you know, from Plan of the Damned, you kind of realise that, you know, Paul is kind of the key to like you know having that particular sound in the band yeah uh, instrumental wise in any way well I think um, yeah uh, Kev paid me um, I mean because Kev said you know how much he liked Planet of the Dam when he came to um, uh, the underworld and he was and he was saying like do you think it sounds like Acid Rain and he said well it's got your voice on it so it's going to sound like Acid Rain and I was like yeah okay I, I, I don't necessarily I don't I know what you mean. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think it's got to be. Yeah, it, there, there's. You're right. There's a. There's a. There's a not a standard. There is a style there. There is a definitely. You know. It's kind um, of hard to. And we've always and the thing is well we've always had the catchy chorus. You know, motherly love, on. Um, probably there's probably no real catchy chorus on on obnoxious apart from maybe creative restraint i'm not sure but um but then again that album also has probably our our best ever song which is thoughtful sleep so it's like that balances out but yeah and then of course we come back with a song that's got a big catchy chorus yeah um so yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what we um what we come up with um i mean i know we've got we've got other songs demoed that were demoed at the same time as plan of the damned which was in August 2014. So some songs there that I think one is nearly there, one the vocals need working on, 
and the other yeah needs to be reworked vocally as well okay but yeah I mean I think we're yeah we're we're, we're not far off yeah exciting far times off. definitely right let's um let's leave the let these people get on with their fucking packing of presents or eating of Christmas dinner I don't know when the fuck this one's going to go out um soonish anyway so um uh, thanks for listening hope that wasn't too self-indulgent if it was ha <laughs> you just wasted an hour of your life you're never going to get that back you fucking idiot um <laughs> anyway um thank you very much for listening um from me it's goodbye and from me ciao for now <laughs> ciao for now see you later so there you go, folks. That was uh, Mark and I having a chat just a couple of days ago. Um, um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you gave a little bit of insight into um, just how much fun we had. Um, there will be more, as I said, about um, Eindhoven Metal Meeting to come. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it, really. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's uh, always a pleasure, never a chore, as always, wherever you're listening to this. I hope you're having fun. Um, and thank you very much for tuning in for this special Acid Rain special, which is very Acid Rain. Um, so that's about it. I just wanted to, um, as mentioned in the um, in the chat there, Sinisense, um, based in Belfast, great band. Um, I can't believe they haven't been signed, to be honest. Can't believe a label hasn't picked them up. Sinisense is S-I-N-O-C-E-N-S-E. Um Awesome band. Um, this is from the EP No Gods, No Masters, Volume 2. Find them on Facebook. I'll put all the appropriate links up. And this song is called Ascension Code. <laughs>